we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for May 11th, 2021. Going to really switch gears now, get into more of the current events. I uh, just added this in in the last couple days here. And it's entitled Cyber Attack Shuts Top U.S. Pipeline, which carries 45% of East Coast fuel. Fill your gas tanks now. Shortages and price gouging across America, potentially. Gasoline futures soar ahead of Colonial after Colonial gives no timetable for hack pipeline restart. <clears throat> now, there's a map here that shows you how big this pipeline is. And it, it goes from... Um, Houston, around Houston, Texas, to all the way up into, uh, <clears throat> looks like New Jersey, system ends in New Jersey, so it's huge. Just in case the U.S. didn't have a transitory hyperinflation problem, gasoline futures soared more than 4% and are likely to jump more uh, late on Sunday after the Colonial Pipeline announced that while some smaller lateral lines between terminals and delivery points are now operational, its main lines which are lines 1, 2, 3, and 4, remain offline since late Friday after the company suffered a crippling cyber attack that affected its key IT systems. Now, <clears throat> related to this, remember, if something's evil, then it's going to be condoned and give it a nice little pat on the head and no big deal. And... Proving that, Biden administration paying ransom to cyber criminals who hacked the colonial pipeline is a private sector decision. Joe Biden's White House leaves the pipeline company in the wind, returns to Obama's era of appeasing terrorists. Uh, White House signals it won't go after the hacking group for paralyzing America's major fuel distribution. No, because they're probably in on it with them. So they're not going to go after them. It's Satan's agenda. Why would they be mad about it? There's no reason to be mad about it. Most likely, they're all in on it and part of it anyway. And yet another signal that the Biden administration doesn't have the backs of American companies, Deputy National Security Advisor for Cyber and Emergency Technology, Ann Newberger said, Colonial has to consider the cost-benefit of paying ransom to the hackers to bring the pipeline back online. We recognize that victims of cyber attacks often face a very difficult decision, Newberger said. And they have to just balance often the often the cost benefit when they have no choice with regard to paying a ransom. And again, when you when you do this, you're you're basically giving the green light to the same company or the same group of hackers and or every other hacker that sees this worldwide to do the same thing. You know. <clears throat> The White House official said that um, it's a private sector decision and they have not offered advice to Colonial Pipeline on whether to pay the ransom to hackers who shut down the vital U.S. pipeline. Well, they really don't care. It all fits part of their agenda. Anyway, then we, which kind of leads us to this. <clears throat> this just broke. Urgent talk of rationing. Gas stations reporting out of gas. They're out of gas already. Some of them, them are. Next comes rationing, and that brings, ultimately, slavery. Reports have started coming in that gas stations are already running out of gasoline. Just three days into the cyber attack shutdown of the Colonial Pipeline, those stations that still have gasoline are reportedly raising prices significantly. And here's a, here's a picture of one of these gas pumps with a sign on it. Mid and premium gas is sorry, is out. Sorry for your inconvenience. Um, <clears throat> on one of these 
gas pumps. We have received reports from a gas station owner in Charlottesville, North Carolina, uh, which is on the East Coast between Wilmington and South Carolina State Line. They had run out of regular unleaded and only have premium and diesel. This same station owner told us that, quote, prices be will begin climbing and reach $5 very quickly, is what he's predicting. The source also says that all of the stations in town are out of gas except the giants like BP and Shell. <clears throat> Similarly, along the East Coast, reports are coming in from Georgia and one source saying he cannot get gasoline in Perry, Georgia, the central part of the state. Another source saying he cannot get gas in Douglas, uh, in the southern part of the state. Other sources are saying they cannot get fuel in the northeast parts of Georgia in Clarksville, Cleveland, or Cornelia, Georgia which are all northeast of Atlanta. <clears throat> uh, elsewhere, reports are now coming in from a town about 50 miles south of Nashville, Tennessee, saying local gas stations are out of mid-grade and out of premium. They only have regular. Late this afternoon, more reports like this are coming in from Pike, Pennsylvania. The shutdown of the Colonial Pipeline, which runs from Houston, Texas to Linden, New Jersey, allegedly from a cyber attack with ransomware, is wearing thin very fast. People in the know are now openly wondering if this is even legitimate or if the shutdown is being used as a tool either to raise prices or to help usher in more government-controlled rationing with the end goal being full-blown communism. Well, that's what I would absolutely say why it's happening. You look at the lackadaisical response of, of the Biden administration. If, if it was something that they weren't fully on board with um, or something they really didn't want to happen, they would be you know, focusing a lot of resources to correct it. But they're overtly evil and wicked and most likely have everything to do with this very thing happening. So they're going to be, oh, you know, whatever. Just, you know, you know, Pam, don't Pam, we don't care, whatever. Um, <clears throat> my son in is in information technology or IT, and he told me, quote, if this cyber attack is true, any hardware that has been damaged by the ransomware, like pipeline valves, can be replaced and most computer servers are, servers are virtual machines these days, meaning VM. A VM several terabytes in size can completely be restored in hours. Even if a critical system is ransomed, the software can easily be reloaded and relicensed in a few hours. The configs for the software are 9 times out of 10 are kept in a database and app servers have their configs stored internally, which can easily be copied onto a new one and the entire app server restored in minutes. <clears throat> All large companies have a disaster recovery site or a DR site, and one this size, meaning co the Colonial Pipeline, may have four to five DR sites that they bring online in an event like this happens. So I call 100% total BS on this entire thing, end of quote. Yeah, I would agree. Based on my son's experience in IT, it appears that critical infrastructure of this size simply cannot be taken offline for days, never mind longer than that. In fact, just this afternoon, Colonial Pipeline issued an update saying, we hope to have our system substantially restored by the end of this week. So basically, they're saying it's a whole week and that they're hoping for that. So this is all lies and garbage just like everything that happens in the brave new world order. With gas stations already beginning to report actual outages of fuels, it won't be long until this becomes a major genuine crisis. 
Now, remember, this could mean if they come back online, well, let's say tomorrow or the next day, then a lot of this would be averted, I would think. Now, I'm going to get into this stuff just in case it's not averted. You know, just in case, and, and again, <clears throat> whether it happens now or a month from now or a year from now, this is good information to be aware of because this is a card I do believe the Illuminati, it, it's, it looks like they're playing it right now, but even if they don't fully bring this one to fruition, and I hope they don't, but if they, if they do, then we'll, you know, you'll have some more information here. So, with gas stations already beginning to report actual outages of fuel, it won't be long until this becomes a major genuine crisis. Now, that's if, it, if, if these systems don't start coming online. Uh... <clears throat> Remember, everything in this entire country except electricity and natural, ga natural gas must at some point move by truck. Uh, if there's no fuel for the trucks, nothing moves, including food to the supermarkets. Years ago, the American Trucking Association created an infographic about what would happen to our nation if trucks shut down. It is a bone-chilling look uh, at what would mean at what this would mean now I, I posted this infographic here okay i'm gonna read it to you okay if trucks stop if trucks stopped meaning the semi trucks primarily you know the big tractor trailers you see on the highway within 24 hours delivery of medical supplies to affected areas will cease and this is within the 24-hour period hospitals will run out of basic supplies such as syringes um services stations will begin to run out of fuel <clears throat> Manufacturers using just-in-time manufacturing will develop component shortages. Uh, U.S. U.S. I'm, I'm sorry, I got this so it's such a small font I can barely read it. Let me let me expand it a little bit here. Okay, um, U.S. mail and other package deliveries will cease within one day. Food shortages will begin to develop. Uh, automobile fuel availability and delivery will dwindle, leading to skyrocketing prices and long lines of gas pumps. Within two to three days, <clears throat> food shortages will escalate, especially in the face of hoarding and consumer panic. Uh, supplies of essentials such as bottled water, powdered milk, and canned meat at major retailers will disappear. ATMs will run out of cash and banks will be unable to process transactions. Uh, service stations will completely run out of fuel for autos and trucks. Garbage will start piling up in urban and suburban areas. Container ships will sit idle in ports and rail. Transport will be disrupted, eventually coming to a standstill. Then, by the first week, automobile travel will cease due to lack of fuel. Uh, and hospitals will begin to exhaust oxygen supplies. Then, by the second week, the nation's clean water supply will begin to run dry. Mm, boy, now the rubber's really meeting the road. Then, by the fourth week, the nation will exhaust its clean water supply. Illnesses will increase further taxing an already weakened healthcare system. Yeah, can you imagine? Now, I'm not saying all that's going to happen, but it could. And whether, again, I, I believe that's a card they will play, like the Illuminati card game. Well, this is a card they're going to play at some point, whether it's right now, whether this is a beta test. Or whether it's the real deal. I don't know. But it's good to be prepared. <clears throat> uh, as of today, Monday, 
May 10th, we are now three full days into the pipeline shutdown, but truck fuel is still available. That will not last long. Now, I'm just wondering, because a lot of times with stuff like this, the, the mainstream media won't even report on it. Uh, nothing on in Drudge that I'm seeing, which would, you know, that's just a mouthpiece of Satan. Um, or if there is anything on there. Uh, it's way, way down in the list. And it's really heating up in the Middle East as well. Uh, let's just check CNN, which I normally never do, but um, I'm just seeing if they've got... Nope, I'm not seeing a thing. Which, which makes me think that it really is a big deal. Because they're gonna, they always downplay things that are a really big deal. I don't see anything about it. I don't see one stinking thing in the top stories. I mean, the whole like out of looks like thirty stories, nothing. So I don't know. Maybe it will turn into nothing. Maybe things will come back online. I don't know, but this would see. They always want to set you up for failure. And that's why they won't report on things like this. Because they want you to be caught flat-footed. They want you to be destroyed for lack of knowledge. They want you to be ignorant of Satan's devices so he gets an advantage of you. And that's why this ministry exists to counteract that. So um, that's why I'm talking about this today. Because whether, again, it happens now or some other time, this is good information to know. All right, so... <clears throat> If this pipeline is not restored within another day or two, then the things shown on the trucking chart above will actually begin to materialize, and then we're in big trouble. Well, okay, it's it says it supplies 45% of the gas. So there's I guess there's another 55 somewhere. So I don't know if it's not like every pipeline on the on in America's been shut down, okay? There are alternate things going on here, but obviously this is a gigantically huge deal. So I don't know if it's going to be that bad or whether the timeline will get stretched out further because it's not 100% stoppage. And it's only in one part of America, basically going from Houston up to New Jersey. So bear, kind of bear that in mind too. Um, <clears throat> readers are encouraged to fill up some five-gallon gasoline cans to have emergency fuel available for, before it runs out. Yeah, wouldn't be a bad idea. I am really adept at that. And if you do gasoline for long-term storage, of course, you might have a hard time if you don't have any five-gallon gas cans. You want to make sure what I do is I put petroleum jelly on the inner where you screw it on, wherever there is a connection where the gas could leak gas will leak like you cannot believe because it's so um, it's it's um it's not like it, it's so hard to contain even in a gas can you've got to make sure that every seal is just amazingly sealed tight and i use petroleum jelly vaseline on the seals um, because that that forms a much tighter seal if you have to transport it especially and you don't you don't do what I just said you're gonna see as that car starts moving around and swishing let's say you're, you're trying to go to a bug out location and you want to take 20 gallons of gas with you okay 
I wasn't even going to talk about this today, but I think the Lord's prompting me to talk about this because I've seen this, okay? Because I do store gas. And before this exact eventuality, in fact, I just re redid my, my gas about mm, six weeks ago, probably about there. Uh, <clears throat> now, long-term storage is, is a different deal. I'll get in that in a second. But if you don't do the Vaseline trick that I told you about, when that car or that vehicle starts moving around, that gas is going to start coming out the coming out the spout. It's going to start leaking around it, and it's going to get, especially if you're inside, you're going to have gas fumes that are going to be unbearable very shortly. And if it's on like a carpeted surface, it's going to sink down into there, and you're not going to be able to get it out. Okay, so what I'm just telling you, what I just told you right there would be extremely important for you transporting gas. If it's in your trunk, still the same thing can happen. Okay? You want to make sure that you've, like, done, the, I mean, done the petroleum jelly, really good coating on everything, every single point that that thing could leak. And there's typically more than one point it can leak on a typical gas can. Okay? Because there's multiple spots on the spout that can do that. Um, you can use... Stablo, I believe there's gas stabilizers if, if you're going to uh, store it long term, which is the best way to do it. Um, I like that PRG, I think it's called PRG, gas stabilizer. PRG, I think it's PRG. Yeah, I like that one. Um, I had gas that was in there and I was treating it about once a year with that stuff. Sometimes I'd use Stablo, sometimes I'd, I'd use PRG, I believe, and... I mean, that, it was like three or four, five years old. It I put it in my truck. It worked like I just put high test in it. Amazing. So I know you can store gas for years. I know you can. It was not bad. But you, you want to treat it at least once a year to keep it good. Okay. Um, also in the summer... A lot of times pressure can build up, especially if your garage is hot. And sometimes you might want to go in there and release the pressure, especially if it got them tight. Um, you want to keep the cans clean and free of debris. And just there, there's just, if you have to transport, you don't want like cobwebs all over everything and, and stuff like that. It's always good just to have them in a separate spot by themselves on a level surface. Um... And that's what I've found works the best. I also, oh, also, if you get gas, if you can get it, get the ethanol free. Okay, they've got that at Shell stations now. And a lot of gas stations offer that. It's much better to store that long term. It's more stable than regular gas, even super unleaded. Normally, ethanol free gas, which is much better on your engine. That's what I run in my vehicle. Because it's much better on your engine. You're not putting all that corn ethanol in your, which, you know, it's just such garbage. So much of the corn they grow in this country is for that dumb garbage ethanol gas that eats up your engine. It's horrible for your car. Regular gas is not that great. I'm not saying it's horrible, but it's, it's not good overall compared to ethanol-free gas, which is the way gasoline should be. It costs more money, though. 
but it typically comes at a 90 octane. It's much better, and I just researched this recently. It is much better to store ethanol-free gas long-term. Use that PR, um, PRG, I'll look it up. You can get it on, um, <clears throat> this place is called the epicenter.com. It's called PRI-G, gasoline fuel treatment. PRI-G, gasoline fuel treatment. And a little bottle like this 16-ounce um, bottle will treat 256 gallons. Now, I think if you're treating it long-term, though, you want to put more in there. This is actually meant to actually run in engines. You can run this in your vehicle as well but if you're if i just use it primarily just to treat the gas and i do more because it's going to sit there a while i found that's the best stuff personally for stabilizing gas long term uh <clears throat> so that can uh and it's uh, this is like 24 dollars for a pint i think it also comes in a quart uh, 32 ounce and it's got a little thing where you just squeeze it up into the thing and it measures it out for you so you don't have to constantly like uh, pour it into a measuring cup it's got a pre-measured thing that you squeeze it up into and then you just dump it out and it just dumps out like it's either i don't know like one or a half an ounce yeah so anyway i i that stuff's dynamite um let's go further here all right, so um, I'm kind of trying to find where I was at before. Oh, also another reason to treat all the 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 where you, the stuff with the petroleum jelly on all the the um, seals and where you screw that thing on is because if you have to use that and dump it in your vehicle, you don't want it leaking all over the ground when you're pouring the gas it'll go get on you it'll get on your hands it'll get on your vehicle and you're also wasting gas that's another reason to do what i just said and like i said if you don't do it and you just drive around that thing's gonna slosh it's gonna it's gonna go all over your vehicle whether it's in the trunk whether it's in your back seat whether it's in an suv sitting on the back whether it's in a, a truck a flatbed pickup truck, which i guess would be the most um best scenario because at least it's outside but these are little things that you don't think about until you're actually put in a position where you're having to deal with this. And the last thing you want is, is like having your car or your vehicle totally engulfed with gas fumes, which is not safe. Anyway, you know, so um, going back to this report, rationing is the final straw which breaks freedom. If they, if they start to ration fuel, we can't travel. If they ration food because trucks have no fuel and supermarkets are empty, we turn into a slave state. Do they do what they say or starve? The general public has to watch out this situation very care carefully because rationing is a red flag. First, gas is cut off, and then food supply is next. And then another report that just broke today, and it says famine and drought. Water wells are at risk of going dry in the U.S., well, it depends where you're at. It's mostly in the West, but they're, they threat of going dry in the U.S. and around the world. The two most precious commodities in the coming months will be, well, really in the coming years, I'd say, food and clean drinking water. Which is why it's really wise to have a lot of storable drinking water wherever you're at. You know? And storable water, too, that maybe you're not 
even purposing for drinking. Maybe just storm water for um, bathing, uh, like to get a quick shower. You can buy those little showers where you can, you know, take a shower and it's a little shower set up and you, you fill the bag and then, you know, sometimes there's even ways to heat the water. And, you know, you could take a shower of like, it's not like the most thorough shower, but maybe with a gallon or two of water, you know, and, um, there's just so many things with survival and I've done many, many studies on survival. You can just key in, oh, survival. I am not the be all end all when it comes to Mr. Survival. I, I'm, you know, kind of jack of all trades, master of none kind of, I'm pretty much a good, I'm pretty much a master, I think, at, at clinical nutrition and and because that's what I, I i basically was the primary emphasis of when you know i was full-time practice i'm i would say i'm a master regarding chiropractic and clinical nutrition and supplementation and health and those types of things um in certain other subjects but i'm trying to give you the big thirty thousand foot overview of everything that we're facing you know maybe if nothing else point you in the right direction um uh, but there's plenty of, oh my word, prepping. I mean, Mike Adams has these gigantic audios he's done. I've got gigantic audios I've done on survival. But you can you can access Mike, Mike Adams ones for free just like mine. You know. Um, so anyway, uh, next report. Police state. Watch the moment a SWAT team arrests a Canadian pastor. They hunted him down like a terrorist. Just minutes ago, Pastor Arter... Palowski was arrested for opening his church in Calgary. Uh, police cars swarmed him as he drove home from his church. It looks like they ambushed him on the way home on like the interstate is what it looked like to me. They ordered him out of his car, made him kneel down. He's, he's in a full dress suit. He's, he's kneeling down on the soaked pavement, pavement. It looked like it had just rained on a busy highway because they got to make as big a, big a spectacle as possible because there's of Satan. And they, you know, they want to make sure that he's embarrassed to the full extent. Heavily armed SWAT police arrested him, but he's not a terrorist. He's Arter Pulowski. He's a Christian pastor. He, he feeds the homeless. The homeless that other churches don't even want to feed, you know. And now he's in jail. Watch, and I, I've played him many times. I played him, I don't know, last week or the week before. Watch the shocking police video for yourself. I'm not going to play it. i give you the link there. Now, I, I, I'm going to give this... Uh, I'm going to break this down timeline. The next report is um, what we have, what have we come to in Alberta, Canada, once known as the freest province in Canada, now routinely prosecutes and jails Christian pastors. I don't know anywhere else in the free world that has this disgraceful distinction. Walmart and Costco, well, I'd say China, uh, Walmart and Costco, and maybe North Korea, Walmart and Costco are open across Canada. So are the liquor stores and the marijuana stores, but a Christian pastor cannot open his doors with a massive police without a massive police raid. Of course, this is the second Christian pastor jailed in Alberta this year. The first was Pastor James Coates of the Grace Life Church outside Edmonton. We've reported on both of these extensively. Uh, he was kept at maximum security for 35 days for refusing to close his church. Eventually, police raided the church itself, expropriating it and turning it into a permanent police garrison. So much so that now they've got to practice in an underground church outside in an undisclosed location, which again, which is where it's all going to end up anyway. So they're just learning that ahead of, they're ahead of the curve. They're learning that, that you're going to have to go underground. You're going to have to have house churches. They're learning that ahead of time. Okay. 
if you think today's arrest is an outrage not only to Pastor Arthur and his congregants, but an outrage against our constitutional freedoms, then please help us. We're crowdfunding his lawyers. I just got off the phone with them, and they're working to get on Pastor Arthur released right now. Please go to www.savearthur.com. Save Arthur. And my comment was, may the hand of God be upon him and the rod of God be against his enemies. Then this broke. Um, breaking Canadian courts grant bail to jail pastor. So he got bail, said he'll be released soon. Uh, then, then another thing broke. So they were saying, okay, he's going he's gonna to get out. Okay, And then I got this just before I went to air. Um, at this point, he's finally free. He got out, but, um, the court order was signed by the judge and then sent over to the jail. And normally that would be that the prison guards would do what a judge tells them to do. But in this case, that would be releasing pastor Arter and his brother. So, so they didn't do it. They didn't do it initially. Now he is out now, but at first they didn't do it. The prison guards refused. Are we in nut nut land here? They refused? What do you mean? They went rogue. The prison guards went rogue. Or more likely, they were ordered by the prison's director to disobey. I wish I weren't making this up. I just got off the phone with one of Pastor Arter's lawyers. She told me that the prison refused. They sent the order back, demanding that there be two separate release orders for each brother. And then they said the judge spelled uh, Dawid's name wrong, except he didn't, and that's how it's spelled in Polish. Back and forth went the paperwork with pa Pastor Arter languishing in a concrete cell. But hang on, since when do prison guards or even a prison warden tell a judge what to do? Since when do they have the opinion on the correctness of a judge court order or whether or not a judge is correct? The government of Alberta had its day in court. They lost. They were represented by... Justice Department lawyers and Health Department lawyers, but Pastor Arter's excellent lawyers beat them and won his freedom. Well, praise the Lord. So some angry jailer thinks that they're above the law. How is that anything other than a police state? How is Pastor, Arter, Pastor Arter's anything other than a political prisoner? He's finally out now, though. These rogue jailers and their tantrum kept Pastor Arter in prison many long hours than the law required. How outrageous. But I guess he finally did get out but it wasn't without much kicking and screaming of Satan's little prison guards and wardens, evidently, in Alberta. Ugh. So, well, thank God, but it's his, his battle's just beginning. I mean, that's just, that's what they were saying at the end there. His battle's just beginning because, you know, he's got to go through and now go into court, never-ending, 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 you know. Um, next report, and this is along the same lines, the Wuhan coronavirus tyranny is reaching a fever pitch in Canada where workers are now being tricked into accepting positions at companies only to later find themselves in a Chinese virus concentration camp. Now, I wasn't even... I'm going to really get more into this than I wanted to because I, I just want to convey what's going on here because this is so insane. This is like one of the most insane things I've reported on since this whole scamdemic started. This is what happened to Corey Hagopian, a native of Ontario who took on a position with Canadian national, national, 
natural resources, which required him to travel hundreds of miles away to work on a far north work site. Hagopian and his girlfriend sold everything they owned in Ontario and moved to Alberta, which turned out to be a smart move because this was the only way that Hagopian was ultimately able to leave his prison camp, meaning I guess he was an Ontario citizen and he moved to Alberta. And you'll see how that plays out later. Upon accepting the position, Hagopian specifically asked about the Wuhan flu testing and whether there would be a requirement for employment, meaning am I going to have to get tested? He was told that testing was not required and that it could not be required due to Canadian law, which turns out was a total lie from the pit of hell. Upon arriving at the Canadian National Natural Resources worksite, however, he was ordered to take a Chinese virus test, to which he refused. He was asked several more times over the course of several days, and he refused these times as well. After being threatened that he would not be able to keep the job if he was not tested, he told the Canadian Natural Resources that he was quitting. It was then that he was told that he would not be able to leave the distant work site by plane, bus, or even car without first being tested. So they got to jam that rod up the nose, penetrate the cribiform plate, implant all their garbage, break off all those spikes on that thing, implant only God knows what's on those test things. See, it means a lot to Satan for you to get tested that way. It means so much. And this is just proving how much it means to Satan. Trapped and lied to, he reluctantly agreed to get tested just to escape, asking the nurse to be really careful as he has a sinus problem. She did the exact opposite by jamming a nasty nose javelin straight up his nose, causing it to puncture, meaning I'm assuming they, they puncture the cribiform plate the most delicate part of the sinus cavity, which is the direct access point to your brain. Because Nurse Ratchet over here wanted to, you know, really administer the test in the proper way. The next morning, when he leaned over to tie his shoes, blood started to pour out of his nasal cavity. It proceeded to do this over the course of the next several days. Rightfully upset over the destruction of his rights, he pressed to get out of the hell he was tricked into traveling to only to have more of them robbed from him. Meaning more of his rights, I guess. He was promised, Hagapin's promised one-time test turned into a test every 72 hours, which then turned into one every 48 hours, which then turned into a daily test. It was a nose javelin after nose javelin until finally outside supporters agreed to come pick him up and get him out of there. Now, I'm not sure how that all worked, how he communicated to them, but thank God he did. Prior to their arrival, he was held in a filthy Canadian concentration camp where he had to sleep in someone else's bed, which ironically, meaning they hadn't cleaned it, ironically bore uh, nasty sneeze marks and other potentially uh, Chinese virus contaminated residue. Days went by, and he finally escaped, much to the horror of other prisoners who had nobody to rescue them. Meaning, I guess he got somebody to actually come up there and get him, and that was the only way he was going to get out. He promised to try to get some of them out once he arrived back home. After finally escaping the concentration camp, he boldly came forward publicly to tell of what he endured, even though doing so may have violated a non-disclosure agreement. He had signed, oh, give me a break, really? 
You know, they, they literally assault him. And, I mean, over and over and over again, all deals are off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Other concentration camp prisoners do recall having to sign non-disclosures that threaten a $500,000 penalty, whatever. Uh, if they tell other people the truth about what's really taking place. Yeah, okay, Satan, whatever. I could care less. The supposed work site appears to be a cover for the Fourth Reich's new concentration camp for the Wuhan coronavirus. Uh, now, Trudeau has said, and I, I reported on it last year, how he, he plans to build these concentration camps all across Canada for the quarantining of, of Canadians coming back or whatever they deem necessary, political dissidents, people that don't go along with you know, the whole uh, scamdemic and all the lockdowns and mandates and, and, and kill shots, that's going to be their home. I reported on it last year. If you were someone you know is considering accepting a job, accepting a job position there, and I can't believe it's the only place it's going on, send them this article and warn them not to go because they might never escape. Yeah, who knows how many people, how many bodies, body bags are going out of that place. Because they got, these people have no one to, pick them up maybe no way to communicate i don't know i mean it's a miracle he got out of there then um we have this <clears throat> dr fauci spent four hundred thousand dollars to conduct secret experiments trans transplanting the scalps of aborted babies onto living rats this is not making this up all the proof is here Government-sponsored fetal experimentation at the University of Pittsburgh in conjunction with Planned Parenthood. They're working together. The Center for Medical Progress released a detailed new video today. I'll give you the link to it. Documenting the shocking government-sponsored experiments on aborted human babies at the University of Pittsburgh and the local Planned Parenthood's participation in the baby aborted baby trafficking. Tomorrow, David Deleden of the Center for Medical Progress will testify about fetal experimentation before Pennsylvania House Committee on Health Con Contact. You know, don't expect anything to happen. We need the hand of God to move. We need God's judgment on this wickedness. Nothing ever seems like ever happens with any of this stuff. It just gets swept under the rug or ignored in the press. God is our only remedy. The Lord Jesus Christ is the only remedy for this level of wickedness. But anyway, I give his, his contact information, David Deleton, his, his email address, and his actual phone number. Put it in here. Now, you're going to see this short video that describes what's going on here. The University of Pittsburgh is a hub for some of the most barbaric experiments carried out on late-term... May God rain down fire and brimstone on the University of Pittsburgh and every Planned Parent devil infanticide abortuary on the planet human infants. Experiments funded by the United States government. At the same time, the university sponsors the local Planned Parenthood abortion business in what looks like an illegal quid pro quo for fetal body parts. This photo from an experiment published by Pitt scientists in 2020 shows the scalps of five-month-old aborted babies grafted onto the backs of lab rats. You're literally seeing a aborted baby's scalp grafted onto the back of a lab rat. You can clearly see it's like baby hair. I mean, take making like this 
chimera type half you know part human part rat i mean just any way to defile god's creation and this is just yet one more public university doing satan's bidding and will and work i, I i've never seen anything like this growing the aborted baby's hair on the rodents the Pittsburgh scientists describe these aborted baby scalps as full thickness human fetal skin cut from the heads and backs of the babies, then processed via removal of excess fat underneath the baby skin before stitching it onto the rats. How is They're this literally citing the report from the University of Pittsburgh and highlighting it so you can see it straight from that report. Paid for? with a nearly half a million dollar research grant from Dr. Anthony Fauci's NIAID office at the NIH. And again, this devil needs to be extinguished off the planet through the Lord Jesus Christ, through God's judgment. Fire and brimstone would be preferable for me. Why? That all men would see and fear and declare the work of God that they would wisely consider of God's doing, and the righteous would be glad in the Lord and trust in him, and all the upright in heart would glory. That's why, according to Psalm 64. Because we need God's righteous eradication judgment on these wicked vessels like Anthony Fauci and Biden and Harris and... Pelosi and all of these and all their handlers. I pray if, 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 if it be possible, their souls be saved. But if not, may God annihilate them. As they have shown no mercy, I pray to God they obtain no mercy. Because people and vessels of Satan like this that are allowed to live, what do they do? They just do more evil. They kill more children. They do more wickedness. They defile more humanity. It gets worse. This photo is from a protocol developed by another pit scientist for harvesting the freshest, most pristine livers from five-month-old aborted babies in order to isolate massive numbers of stem cells for experimental transplantation into adults. You can see the premature baby aborted alive via labor induction under surgical drapes with the umbilical cord off to one side as the baby is cut open to harvest the liver. The pit scientist who invented this experiment received nearly $3 million from the NIH. Third, the GoodMap project is a multi-year $1.4 million grant to the University of Pittsburgh from the NIH. The grant makes Pitt a distribution hub for aborted fetal kidneys and other fetal body parts for NIH-funded projects across the country. Those are just a few of the recent fetal experimentation projects at Pitt. It's been going on for decades, sometimes on babies delivered alive during later abortions. This is archival footage from the experiments filmed in the 1950s by and, Pitt. And again, this is a great example of what we talked about earlier, where like when you abort babies and, and you torture them, which is what, you know, partial birth abortion and these late term abort. I mean, it's, it's all they're just torturing the baby. I mean, I believe life begins at conception because the Bible says to Jeremiah, he says, before I formed thee in the womb, I knew thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. So I believe life begins at conception. Uh, but this is all about killing 
God's creation, killing the most innocent among us, defiling them, torturing them, and then profiteering off their body parts. And when you do this, you defile the land. You affect the whole area where this is going on. How far it goes out, I don't know as far as the curse that's on the land. But guaranteed, Pittsburgh is one of the most cursed places in the United States just because of this alone. This is a whole other level of, of wickedness and evil. It's Dr. Davenport Hooker, who obtains live fetuses from abortions at Pitt's hospital and tested their reflexes until they died. Ugh, a Pitt word. nurse testified in 1972 before the Pennsylvania legislature that she saw live fetuses from abortions being packed in ice and shipped off for experimentation at the university. Fetal research projects at And guys, this is how they make the vaccines too. I'm going to get into that next. And I've got into it before, but I got more information on it. Pitt generally obtained fetal tissue through the University of Pittsburgh Biospecimen Corps, or Health Sciences Tissue Bank, from local abortion providers. Two years ago, sources told CMP that Pittsburgh was one of the major hubs of the FBI's investigation of Planned Parenthood's involvement in the human trafficking of aborted fetuses. This isn't surprising because CMP undercover investigators were told previously by Planned Parenthood Western Pennsylvania abortion doctors who were on staff at Pitt that they supply the university's tissue bank. Have you guys ever participated in specimen? Okay, just to give you, they're showing these, they're being recorded covertly. It's a lot like Project, Ver, Project Veritas. Dr. Audrey Lane, Planned Parenthood, Western Pennsylvania. Doctor, I'm sorry, Dr. Audrey Lance, uh, Planned Parenthood, Western, so I'm assuming she's one of the abortion doctors and assistant professor. She's also assistant professor at the University of Pitt, OBGYN. So talk about serving Satan. I mean, you talk about blood money. You talk about white hot hellfire in the lake of fire waiting for you, Dr. Audrey Lance, you stinking witch. And, there, and she's being recorded. She doesn't know it, but they're, they're questioning her about this. Have a pit that they supply the university's tissue bank. Have you guys ever participated in specimen donation in the past? Have you guys ever participated in a specimen donation in the past? And she says, well, there is... There is, there's a tissue bank um, uh -huh. at Pitt that we uh -huh. offer payments to donate uh -huh. to. So then why is the University of Pittsburgh telling news media, quote, there is no procurement relationship for tissue with Planned Parenthood? There's a tissue bank um, uh -huh. at Pitt that we uh -huh. offer... Just lie. That's why. ...payments to donate uh -huh. to. What is Pitt so afraid of admitting? Since 2005, the University of Pittsburgh has been a major location for Planned Parenthood's Ryan Residency and Family Planning Fellowship Abortion Training Programs. Some of the most notorious Planned Parenthood abortion doctors came up through the program. Remember Dr. Jennifer Russo, the Vice President of Planned Parenthood, Orange and San Bernardino Counties? She supplied the aborted fetuses to the criminal company Da Vinci Biosciences, which admitted illegally selling the fetal body parts and was shut down by local law enforcement. She did her abortion training fellowship at the University of Pittsburgh. Dr. Mitch Crennan. You really might want to add University of Pittsburgh to your prayer list for God's judgment. Because they seem to be a center hub working with Planned Parenthood for this procurement slash distribution of aborted baby body parts uh, for the nation. 
is the Planned Parenthood research officer who used to run the abortion training program at Pitt and Planned Parenthood Western Pennsylvania. Now he develops experimental abortion techniques and tries to stop pregnant women who regret taking the chemical abortion pill from accessing the antidote. How about Dr. Anne Chudenay, the chief medical officer of the notorious Planned Parenthood Gulf Coast, which was terminated from Texas Medicaid due to their willingness to use partial birth abortions to sell fetal body parts. She too was trained at the University of Pittsburgh. She was the one that said I might pull off a leg or two during an abortion. Like, you know, it's fun. That They were just quoting her and then thing there. Today, Dr. Beatrice Chen, the medical director of Planned Parenthood Western Pennsylvania, is in charge of the abortion training programs at Pitt. Dr. Sharon Achilles, the laboratory director at Planned Parenthood Western Pennsylvania and a prominent faculty member at Pitt, is on yeah, I mean, my word, I mean, Pitt sounds like it is the pits of, the dregs and pits of, of Pitt's a great name. The pit of hell. It, it's... It's unbelievable that so many of this is connected with Pitt. The Planned Parenthood Federation of America National Medical Committee. Planned Parenthood Western Pennsylvania, meanwhile, is a contracted care site for the University of Pittsburgh, receiving access to the medical students, medical resources, medical infrastructure, patient population, and referrals at the university system. So here's what we know, just from the publicly available sources. One. Planned Parenthood abortionists supply the aborted fetuses to Pitt. Two, Pitt uses its access to the fetuses to get major NIH grant money. Three, Pitt sends major kickbacks and medical resources back to Planned Parenthood. It all starts to look suspiciously like an illegal quid pro quo right. over aborted fetal this organ. This revolving money train where everybody's greasing the skids for the next one to get paid and, and it's just... The love of money is the root of all evil, and if this isn't blood money, I, I don't know what is. ...and body parts, all funded by taxpayers. Call oh. your Pennsylvania representatives to demand answers and accountability from Planned Parenthood and the University of Pittsburgh now. Man, was that a professionally done, concise video. Now, um, again, David Deleden of the Center for Medical Progress will testify about fetal experimentation before Pennsylvania House Committee tomorrow. Um, this, uh, and I give his email address here, um, and it's media at center for medical progress.org. Um, but the, the website is center for medical progress.org might be, um, I don't know if they have an email list or, or what there, but, um, let me, let me just check that real quick because they seem to be really, really, really on top of this. Yeah, it looks like there's a petition you can sign. Uh, you got a Facebook, Twitter. They've got um, all kind of reports up here. How Planned Parenthood profits from fetal tissue donation, eyewitness testimony, fact sheets, investigative footage, support of our legal defense. Uh, all kind of stuff. So anyway, I, I wanted to avail you uh, to that. Unbelievable. Um, all right, then we have this. Dr. Teresa Descher on the use of aborted fetal tissue in vaccines. Babies are born at five to six months old alive 
with beating hearts and no anesthesia. Now, again, warning, horrific content. I should have kind of gave a warning in the last one, but you know, so much of what I report on is just beyond horrific. Uh, as immoral as the buying and selling of body parts of young children is, much of it is legal in the U.S. if it is used in drug research. A recent report published by Judicial Watch last week revealed that the U.S. FDA is actually buying body parts from aborted babies as old as 24 weeks. Yes, the same FDA that is telling you, I guarantee it's way more than that too. Yes, the same FDA that's telling you that the COVID experimental kill shot vaccines are safe and effective. Yeah, again, in other words, it's Satan. Last week, legal accountability group Judicial Watch dropped a bombshell, a nearly 600-page report, there's a link to it here, proving the U.S. government has been buying and trafficking fresh aborted baby body parts. These body parts purchased by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration to humanize mice and test biologic drugs in scientific experiments came from babies up to 24 weeks old gestation, just weeks from being born. While Americans may be used to hear, used to hearing pro-lifers beating the war drum on abortion groups, harvesting baby bodies, and selling them for research, who hasn't heard of the lawsuit uh, against David Daleden, who which we just talked about, David Daleden, who exposed Planned Parenthood's haggling over baby lungs and livers at dinner parties? And there's a link to the lawsuit against him and a link, I guess, to the video. Yeah, the footage. This time, I, it, it's funny because <laughs> this report I'm teaching you or reading you right now, I've had it in the hopper for about a six weeks at least. And I just put it in here because I knew it would dovetail with the other one, and I had no idea they were going to bring up the same people. So that's pretty cool. Um, recent emails uncovered by Judi Judicial Watch between FDA employees and the California-based Advanced Bioscience Resources prove the agency spent tens of thousands, thousands of dollars buying aborted babies for unethical scientific experiments between 2012 and 2018. This is not the first time ABR has been in the spotlight as the company was under congressional investigation for its long-standing involvement in fetal tissue trafficking. I mean, all of this stuff is just beyond, beyond criminal. But yet it's, you know, it's sanctioned in, in this brave new world we live in. One of the oldest fetal tissue procurement firms, the company makes millions every year by harvesting organs like lungs livers eyeballs and brains from aborted babies and reselling them for a profit emails between the fda officials and abr employees reveal disturbing conversations as they collaborate to buy and sell aborted babies records indicate abr was paid twelve thousand dollars up front per baby some survi survivable out of the womb between the gestational age of 16 to 24 weeks most purchases are for intact thymuses and livers shipped fresh on wet ice quote with the callousness of picking a cut of meat from a butcher's shop an fda doctor requests tissue samples to be procured from a baby boy as they claim quote it is strongly preferred to have a male fetus if at all possible but undetermined sex or female is better than no tissue at all end of quote essentially even more appalling is the ABR employee complaining about the difficulty of identifying the sex of aborted babies. They said, quote, we only check external genitalia, and if it's not there, we have no way of telling. The fact 
that techs are unable to identify the sex of aborted babies is no surprise to those familiar with the barbaric nature of the abortion procedures, which require clinic staff to piece together mangled remains of the babies after their limbs and organs are torn apart in the womb. As if these casual orders weren't horrific enough, more emails confirm that the FDA organs of babies who were aborted well after 20 weeks of gestation, after the time a baby is usually can survive out of the womb, uh, if nothing else, this confirms the reality of late-term abortions in the United States, which pro-abortion cheerleaders have denied for decades because they're the father of the devil and he was a liar from the beginning. When the ABR employee reassured the FDA they were working with doctors who perform late-term abortions, he admitted some tissue was unusable from the procedure that injects a poison called digoxin into the baby, destroying its cells and tissues. Once the chemical has done its work, an intact dead baby is delivered. This method makes fetal tissue specimens unusable in experiments. With digoxin off the table, though, the likelihood of partial birth abortions uh, were being used is sickeningly high. Uh, these conversations should shock even those who were pro-abortion, most of whom believe in significant term restrictions. Babies at this level of development possess all characteristics necessary for surviving life outside the womb, and premature children as young as 21 weeks go on to lead, lead healthy, thriving lives. Read the full article here. There's a link there. However, babies carried to full term and then turned over to child traffickers fetch a far greater price. And this is why so many pregnant women are now coming across the border that we just reported on. Yeah. So that those babies can be used in um, sexual, occult sexual acts or sacrificed or both at the same time or... Um, used as uh, grown up and used as sex slaves or I mean uh, what just imagine whatever horrific thing you could possibly think of it's probably being done you know and it's like that's why I keep saying we need we need God's judgment on this it's it's the only hope I, I I'm firmly convinced of that so much of this goes on so behind closed doors that the body of Christ coming together in prayer and fasting and praying for God's judgment is, is, the, is the only real remedy that I see to stopping this. <sighs> okay. Um, so, this is why so many pregnant women are coming across the border. Many of these babies will live with foster parents first until they reach the age of four or five. Then they will be sexually trafficked or murdered outright for their body parts. This gruesome industry was documented in Europe by Polish film producer Patrick Vega in his documentary Eyes of the Devil. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that really starts to take the wind out of my sails when I have to report on that stuff. I mean, it... <laughs> but it's nothing compared to what these poor little babies have to go through. Anyway must this is a next the next report um regarding dr tenpenny dr maj dr Boutard, del big tree and others are they compromised all part of of controlled opposition well i wouldn't probably quite go that far but there are major major red flags with them that we need to look at and this is not because i'm not for them what 
they've done to try to expose evil. But remember, guys, most of the time, people like this are not Christians. Or if they say they're Christians, they're very deluded in their thinking processes. Remember, the Bible says there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Most people, regardless of if they call themselves Christians or not, are not really going by the Bible regarding how they're living their day-to-day lives. They're not guarding their heart. They're not guarding their associations. They're unequally yoked together with many unbelievers. And when you do that, and the Bible forbids it, be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, okay? For what righteous, for what communion have righteousness with unrighteousness and with Christ with Belial, meaning the devil. Because when you do that, you become leavened. You start to become compromised. You start to become blinded because of what you're letting in it's very important who, who your friends are and who you hang out with and who you spend time with. You know? Because evil communications corrupt good manners, the Bible talks about. And that just means corrupts good behavior. You can't expect around a whole bunch of, and I don't mean to say this in a derogatory, but if you're a, just consider yourself a dog and you don't have fleas. If you hang around with other dogs that have all kind of fleas, knowing you shouldn't be hanging out with them, you're going to get fleas. And those demons will jump on you, and they will start influencing you. And your thinking patterns will change. And it's subtle. It's subtle. It is. I've been there, done it. I'm not judging anybody. And I'm not saying we can't have any outside, unsaved acquaintances, but it's just, who are you really, really buddy-buddying up with? Uh, And... These people, as you're going to see, they're, I mean, there's just, there's just such little discernment now with people that are even, you would consider the best of the best. And they might even call themselves Christians, but their definition of Christianity is a far cry from what the word of God says, particularly the King James Bible. There's a lot of new age Bible versions out there that may condone it. I don't know, but that's why I always stick with the King James. So I'm going to play this. And this, I've played her before, Seven Grains of Salt is, is her um, YouTube channel. Hey, hope everyone's having a good day today. Well, all are connected to Sasha Stone, which means they're interlinked with the UN. Unbelievable what I found in the last couple days. They're interlinked to the UN, the United Nations, because Sasha Stone is unique. And see, again, this is why, this is why I've been so selective in my associations since I've got in ministry. Because there's a lot of things, I, there's a lot of ways I could have went where I could be speaking at these conferences and doing all that kind of stuff that a lot of people do in alternative media. And it's like, I don't want to get yoked up with them. I don't. Because I look at these conferences and it's like red flag after red flag after red flag of their speakers. And they'll have speakers that are totally unsaved and in ungodly and... I'm like, I don't want anything to do with that. Anyway, why do I got to go there? So I can make a whole bunch of money or something? Or I can get notoriety and I can have people praise me or something? I don't need that. 
I mean, I it's very nice the 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 compliments and everything, and and I praise God for it. And I mean, I've got so many and like nice things that people have said over the years. I've even got a kind of a word doc on it. It's like I don't know, three hundred pages at a very low font, and that's only a fraction of what I've even compiled. Um, but I don't want to get full of pride and I don't want to emphasize that in my ministry because that would look like I'm full of pride and the Bible says that which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God so much of the time when you get to these conferences there are a lot of people there that are highly esteemed among men and especially now with all the Q-Bot stuff and, and, the, and the bringing in people that are overtly like pro-Trump Q. These are people that will not look at one negative thing on the absolute gigantic Mount Everest that is Trump and his wickedness. They won't look at any of it. It's like, I don't want to be associated with any of that. I'll just do my own thing. I'll stay in my lane. I'll, I'll just do my own little thing in this contendingfortruth.com and I'm satisfied. And as long as God lets me do it, I'll, I'll keep doing it as long as he keeps giving me the green light. But I, I don't want to yoke up with this stuff. I, I am too afraid for my for myself that I would get compromised and that I would start like shutting my mouth about stuff I should not shut my mouth about because I don't want to whatever. Uh, it's not going to happen with me in, in the name of Jesus Christ. But this is a gigantic problem she's getting ready to discuss here, and it is serious. Academy of Divine Knowledge. Look, but this has been a long road in the process here, so if you haven't seen any of these on this main channel or my second channel with Madej, Sherry Tenpenny, and so many others that I've done. Dr. Madej, who I've, who I've, I've played many clips from her. I've played just probably last week, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. And I'm not saying I wouldn't do it in the future. I play clips from Alex Jones. I think that he's probably, at the end of the day, going to tell people to, you know, follow Trump and take the mark of the beast eventually. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't... There's too many red flags with, with Alex Jones. Mike Adams, no different. They're all in this camp that we're talking about here. Alex Jones aligns himself with David Icke. David Icke's part of this. David Icke is one of the biggest Christ-hating devils that has ever walked the earth. He hates Christianity. Hates it. And yet Alex Jones will have him on his show. And he'll talk about the holographic universe and how we're all whatever and all this new age mumbo-jumbo. And I'm like, dude, do you realize that having this guy on your show, you're responsible for any people that he would lead away from God? He's got thousands and thousands of followers. Dr. Maj, I mean, she said some weird, really weird new agey stuff. Um, like, like I said, biblical standards don't matter to the vast majority of people that call themselves Christians. Maybe some biblical standards, but not all. They're, they're, they're very like, eh, whatever, you know. I'll do, I'll, I'll, it's like, it's like going to a buffet, pick and choose what you like. They do what they like, what they don't like, they'll just ignore and they'll, and they'll do whatever they want. And that's not how the Bible says we're supposed to live. Uh, Buttar video as well. And the Buttar is a flat out Muslim. He's like a 
I think he might be a Uyghur or, or one of those more, one of the more low-key Muslims, but he's a Muslim. I mean, come on. It's not good. It's a cult. Just take a look to see how I've been looking and wondering what is going on. Well, here you have it, of course, in their <laughs> main... Now, these these people, Tenpenny, Maj, Buttar, Del Bigtree, and a host of others, are part of this Academy of Divine Knowledge. Their pictures are there, the whole nine yards. This video proves it, okay? And the, um, the actual um, logo for the Academy of Divine Knowledge is this hexagram... Now, hexagram is the most wicked, high-level, powerful symbol in basically all of witchcraft, or one of them. In witchcraft, you can either cast a pentagram or a hexagram on the ground to try to evoke a demon, devil, or fallen angel from another plane of existence into the circle. Okay? This is like a special hexagram with almost like this pyramidal thing in the center. It's like a deluxe hexagram, okay? So that by itself should all you need to see to know as a Christian that I don't want anything to do with this. I'm not going to touch it with a 10-foot pole. And if these people calling themselves Christians had any discernment whatsoever, they would know the same thing, to run. But they don't because they have no discernment. Or they don't care about biblical standards. You can call yourself a Christian all day long, but if you're a Christian, you're going to follow the Bible and try to be like the Bereans and search the scriptures out to see if these things be so to, for, you know, how we live our lives and red flags to look out for and, and all the things that the scriptures would impart to us. Video, you see the logo. I don't need to say anything more, do I? The logo says it all. Well, in case for those who are unaware, there's just a few things that might come to mind and you should know about this logo. But here in the video, I'm not that well, might. I'm just looking at this, what she has here. Because she goes so quick. She's saying there's a cube in the center of the logo. It's, it's like a, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, guess, I guess you could get that out of it. She's saying there's a cube in the center. Which is refer, which is in reference to Saturn, or a hexagon in the Kabbalah. Yeah, I mean it's 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 wicked. It's it's wicked as they come. Come to mind, and you should know about this logo. But here in the video, I'm not going to show you it. It's only a few minutes. Okay, so here's what this global whatever is is all about that they're that they're all a part of. Global academies focused on catalyzing humanity's consciousness evolution through expansive teachings, meaning. They're, they're, they're focused on bringing us into the old world order, into the new world order. Okay, from the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius, where ye shall be as gods. And in other words, at the end of the day, if Maj and Buttar and Del Bigtree and Sherry Tenpenny and all the others that are part of this all follow this to its logical conclusion they will accept the antichrist and false prophet as their awaited savior and they will take the mark of the beast and their followers if they're following them will do the same 
And that's why the Bible says, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man and that maketh flesh his arm and whose heart departeth from the Lord. Jeremiah 17, 5. And that's why I tell all my listeners, don't trust in man, don't trust in me, don't trust in any man or woman. You trust in the word of God and the Lord Jesus Christ, and that's what you go by. Because a lot of people are like, oh, well, they're so sincere. Sincerity is, is no mark of, you know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of people that are very sincere in cults. Again, there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end of the ways of death. And he who trusteth in his own heart is, is a fool. And the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? All Bible verses I just gave you. So, sincerity is not the, the benchmark for if you follow somebody. It's also a global community. Connect, learn, and interact with awakening souls from all around. The this is such new age garbage. I've heard it a hundred times over or a thousand times. I, I don't. I mean, I can, I can look at this for for two seconds and know I'm I'm not going to touch it with a ten foot pole. But evidently, Christians that call themselves Christians have such low discernment they think this is okay. I'm not condemning all Christians. I'm saying the ones that are part of this. It's like, man, what are you thinking? Um. And they've got events that they're going to do, expansive meditations. This is all transcendental meditation, one of the greatest ways to get demon-possessed that you can possibly get. The Beatles brought it to us initially in mass, back when the Beatles were popular. They had all their gurus they followed. That was one of the reasons they got so popular. They brought TM, transcendental meditation, which is one of the, which is one of the, um, it's, it's one thing to meditate on the word of God. At transcendental meditation, you're basically inviting devils and demons into you. Okay. So, again, red flag after red flag after red flag. A few seconds long, and basically, this is what you'll see right here. Enlightenment. Yes. Well, you already knew from the main logo what they were all about. Academy of Divine Knowledge. Wow. And look, $33 wow. per month. <laughs> $33 a month to join. 33, very occultic number, 33rd degree Freemason. Uh, I mean, very, very, very highly occultic number. Why would they pick that? Um, and then I'm looking at the other stuff. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> of course, you have to have that in there, right? You yeah. have to have the 33. Well, who are some of the teachers, as I hold my fingers up in quotations? There you have it. Yep. Sherry Tenpenny. Mm -hmm. hmm. Big Tree Ike isn't a Del Big Tree. David Ike, right next to Del Big Tree. David Ike, if you see that guy's picture anywhere and, and if he's got his stamp of approval on it, run. Run. This is a guy that when he first he was a uh professional soccer player and then he came out and he said he was the he was the second coming of Jesus Christ. They laughed him off the scene in the UK, and then he came back and rebranded himself into this um, conspiracy theory type of person he, that he was known. And now there's a lot of truth that he gets into, okay? But there's, it's also commingled with so much leaven. Remember, leaven is bad doctrine. Jesus said, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees, which is their doctrine. He told that to his disciples, okay? He's so full of leaven and new age garbage and, and weird, he's got his own little religious belief system and, you know, 
infinite love and he'll get up there and throw f-bombs on stage and, and talk about how wicked christianity is and he lumps everything in with the catholicism of course he is of his father the devil and of his, of his works he will do literally i would have nothing to do with any of this just knowing he's one of their main members and del big tree you know is part of it michael jocko supposedly this ex-navy seal that is this q bot extreme mr oh you know Trust the plan, Mr. Q, or whatever. One of these guys that came on the scene later, I really never knew of him until like right before Trump was supposedly going to get elected. And then he was one of the many people that came on the scene. They needed fresh new faces to revive the Q thing. And I really believe this Q thing is going to be part of the Q deception, all the false prophets. Trump is going to be part of this whole coming deception. Most likely with the Ascended Masters and the aliens and the UFOs and this Gesera Nasera thing, all of these people are all going to be on the same page and united as one. And I'm telling you, a lot of Christians are going to fall for it hook, line, and sinker just because in Trump they trust. MAGA, remember MAGA, the highest degree of, um, of um, the Satanism that we had talked about, the third degree of Satanism which is the highest? Yeah, MAGA. So these people are going to 100% fall hook, line, and sinker. They've got thousands upon thousands of followers, some of them from the Q movement, some of them from the New Age movement, some of them from the health movement, some of them from Christianity, some of them from the whole COVID thing. This whole Because a lot of these people I've played, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, Dr. Palovsky, I just played him a couple weeks ago. He was going into um, the stuff with the kill shots. And it's it's awesome information. I'm not saying you can't glean from him. Just remember who they're associated with. Okay? Dr. Northrup. Um, a lot of these people I don't know. But Dr. Tempany, Dr. Mikovits, the one that did the pandemic videos okay the, the the woman i told last week i said you need to stay in your lane doc you don't know about alternative health care and no drug is going to undo and be the antidote for some covid uh 19 kill shot that's rewriting your dna and giving you you prion disease and cultured off aborted babies and full of nanotech there's no way you're going to tell me some african sleeping drug that surnam or whatever stuff is an antidote what an asinine statement that is, with no proof to back it up at all. You know, so, yeah. So, she's in it. Um, a whole bunch of other people I don't recognize that I'm sure are part of the New Age movement overtly. A lot of them look like total New Agers or liberals or whatever. Um, be you not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. And that's all I would need to know. This academy of divine knowledge just reeks of New Age everywhere I, I look at this no surprise and so many others maybe you recognize them maybe you don't but it got me to looking into what exactly this was well you can look it's a censorship free platform right that makes it sound good but mm. you know guarantee you ain't going to be able to give bible believing christianity they'll, they'll censure you real quick there it has a hexagram as its main logo and it's catalyzing humanity's consciousness evolution which is a dead giveaway for for like ultra high level new age where we're going to be as gods they're probably their whole thing is they're trying to get to where they ascend ascension 
guaranteed that's one of the biggest goals of this okay of this divine knowledge where they will be as gods they will ascend into the ether and they'll shed their human bodies and see this is going to be their remedy to not having to deal with god and in in being able to ignore the bible because we're going to be our own gods wasn't it the first line in the garden of eden told to eve yeah well it's the same it's the same devil he's just doing it a different way all new age well it had me looking at least into who were all the speakers that they were talking about and how it's grown we have almost 50 teachers and yeah. special guests well, there's a lot of people well robert kennedy of course is a special guest oh, i'm boy. sure there are yeah. many others but you'll know that and again another guy that's done a lot of good stuff for the the whole exposing the vaccine movement and a lot of these people i have played and i've played them recently in my audience and that's another reason i'm warning you about this i did want i did a thing on uh sherry tenpenny not too long ago i've done stuff on dr maj but i want to keep reminding people don't follow these people's theology and be be aware that their their uh, alliances are very bad in most cases there's meditation of course it's new age yeah i mean they have to have the meditation in there but look at that tenpenny and of course the other speakers mikovits and yeah. many others in there so what else did i find well i started to notice Let's see i mean the I right right here where where tenpenny and uh, Dr. Mikovits, neither of them are Christians. We, we've proven that, I mean, particularly with Dr. Tenpenny. I mean, just totally not Christians. This this meeting they're going to have, angels will protect you. You cannot appropriate angelic protection, okay? And I'm not saying God can't protect you. I'm saying it's very unlikely for you to appropriate angelic protection when you're not even saved. You're out of the will of God and you're pursuing new age parameters in your life and you're leading other people astray. It doesn't work that way. Mikovits and many others in there. So what else did I find? Well, I started to notice the ITNJ there at the bottom. Hmm. Yeah. What exactly was this? The International Tribunal for Natural Justice. Right. Well, yeah, I do recall yep. hearing and seeing this man right here, right, David Robert David Steele, mm -hmm. who I've all, I've also played some of his clips on the child trafficking stuff. And again, some of this stuff that they get into sounds like the next best thing against sliced bread. And maybe in a lot of instances, they're actually really wanting a righteous outcome. I'm not questioning even their their uh what they really want maybe they really do think this is a good thing i'm hoping that they're just deceived and it's not a literally overt like you know deception i don't know that's between them and god but almost every single one of these people that appear to be the good guys are yoked up with very questionable very unchristian organizations across the board so he's a part of the ITNJ. Interesting. A judge. And he's connected to Sasha. Huh. They're in so many videos. Yep. And maybe you recall hearing about someone saying that 
leaders and all those. In so the Sasha Stone is the founder of the World Health Sovereignty Summit with many world world's leading advocates of sectors, including Robert Kennedy Jr., Del Bigtree, G. Edward Griffin. Well, there's another one. Professor Dolores Cahill, Dr. Christian Northrup, Marla Maples, Charlie Charlene Bollinger, Dr. Rashid Buttar, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, Dr. Andrew Wakefield, Dr. Martin, Dr. David Martin. Um, I honestly think too, with doctors, I'm a doctor and they're doctors. Um, it's very, 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 very easy to let pride uh, overtake you if you're a doctor because you got the title. And you've got people that, especially at their level, they got people looking up to them and praising them and all this other stuff. It's why it's very, very important. The Bible says if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. We need to be able to police ourselves. Because if we don't police ourselves, God will if you're actually a real saved Christian. Whom God loveth, he also chasteneth. And if ye be without chastisement, you are bastards, meaning an illegitimate son. So if you're calling yourself a Christian and, and you're living like a life of sin, and I don't mean you're living sinless perfection, but I mean like you're just practicing sin. You're living a life of sin. You're out of God's will. And there's no chastisement of God on you. Most likely you're not saved. Because if you were God's kid, he'd be chastening you. You would be at least convicted. You would have, your conscience would, you know, be. And it's extremely important as somebody that has titles and these types of things, honestly, to pray for humility and to pray for the fear of God because the fear of God will breed humility. It's, it's the greatest thing to give you humility, the fear of God. It's a byproduct of it. And I doubt that many people do that especially at these levels. And I think it's easier for somebody that has these these titles like this to get led off and deceived because they are pride, pride-filled. And pride blinds you. A proud, a proud person like a doctor, a lot of times they'll hear the praise, they'll hear the accolades, they'll hear this and that. They're not hearing much negative and they're very, very prone to let those demons of pride come into them and those pride demons blind you worse than any other thing. And then they get off into this garbage. Um, but this, um, they're all yoked up together. And in this INTJ launched the Judicial Commission of Inquiry into Human Trafficking and Child Sex Abuse. I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. Now, are they really real? Are they really ever going to do anything about any of it? I've never really seen any evidence of it. I've heard their court things. I've played some of their things online. It sounds wonderful. But is it basically just controlled opposition? Is it basically just to give you a warm and fuzzy feeling that somebody's doing something about it when they're not just like the Q movement, which this is heavily aligned with Robert David Steele's is just like that Jocko guy and all these other Q bots that post all the time saying, Oh, the, you know, hope's coming. The arrests are almost here. The mass arrests are almost here. Trump's going to save the day. He's a man of God or whatever. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, 
I really see this as being one of the greatest deceptions we're moving into because this is, these are people we're listening to and they appear to be putting out truth, but you look at their alliances and a lot of their alliances are very, there's a lot of red flags, a lot of red flags. Uh, I wish it were not so incredibly complicated to discern all of this stuff but unfortunately the day and times we're living in it is who and causing this pandemic will be taken to court well right. if those two yeah. are involved i really highly doubt it i don't know what your thoughts yeah. are on this but i don't think i've never seen anything come of any of of the whole Oh, they're they're re they they just they rescued nine thousand kids yesterday in an underground base and they killed a whole bunch of bad guys. What evidence of that is there? That's all the Q stuff. That's all stuff to put out there to make the Patriot movement lay down and do nothing because it's they remember trust the plan. We're in control. Uh, whatever all the other garbage Q sayings. We have blown Q out of the water nine hundred different ways to Sunday. It's all lies. It's been all lies for five years. But now all of a sudden we're we're supposed to start believing that it's all truth. They couldn't get anything right. They said Trump was going to get reelected. That didn't happen. They said, well, it doesn't matter. He's going to get um and all the false prophets, in like TBN and all the false. Christians were saying the same thing too. Then they're saying, well, it doesn't matter because he'll be inaugurated on. That didn't happen either. All of its lies. According to Deuteronomy 18, you take those those prophets out and stone them. Kill them. Now, I know we're not in the Old Testament. I'm just saying if there was Deuteronomy 18 days, that's what they would have done to them. But at bare minimum, it says do not follow them. But yet people just go right back to the Q thing like, as a dog returneth to his own vomit. And the wallowing pig... To to the mud, I'm paraphrasing, but uh, they're all yoked up with this. These people that are yoked, and, and it's all one big group now. And I'm telling you, and I, I, I include Alex Jones, I include Mike Adams, I include Dr. Maj, Dr. Tenpenny, Buttar, Del Bigtree, um, G. Edward Griffith. Dolores Cahill, Dr. Christian Northrup, Marla Mabel, Char Charlene Bollinger, Dr. Batar, uh, Andrew Wakefield, Dr. Martin, they're all in the Sasha Stone, this this Robert David Steele, all the Q people, Jocko guy, I include them all. I'm telling you, they're on the train going to the New World Order. But see, they're going to say, oh, if this does happen with Gesera and Nisera, and the Ascended Masters make their big debut. We know the Antichrist and False Prophet are coming. They're going to point to all this and say, this is, this is our way out, guys. These are the guys that are coming to save the day. And a lot of people might be reluctant to get on board like Jones, maybe initially, maybe Mike Adams initially, but they're going to be convinced with the signs and lying wonders, which is why, which is where the Bible says they're going to deceive the whole world the Antichrist and false prophet, through signs and lying wonders and miracles, they're going to be so wowed by what they're seeing, and they're going to be so deceived by the, by, the, by the appearance of this new emerging movement that's going to appear as righteous and good and wonderful. And they're going to get rid of the bad cabal, and they're going to usher in this wonderful new age. There's no Bible for any of that. Now, there's Bible for a seven-year tribulation, 
And for the Antichrist and false prophet coming to deceive the whole world, there's a lot of Bible for that. But again, you have to ask yourself the question, and I have to do this more and more every time. People that say things that are so unbelievably unbiblical on air, I'm like, where are you getting Bible for that? Where? Because I hear it all the time now. People will call in talk shows and they'll just spout off something. You know? Like some guy called into uh Alex Jones the other day and he said, I believe we're in the we're in the tribulation. Oh, and then this this dream that that one guy had this week or whatever. Oh, whatever his name is. Where he, he believes that God's showing him the seals are opening. That Nathan Leal. I had like two of my listeners email me about that. I said, the seal's opening? We're not even in the tribulation yet. You gotta be way into the tribulation, the second part of the seven-year tribulation, where the false prophet and the antichrist have already arisen, where the covenant with many nations in Israel has been confirmed for seven years, clearly, most likely after World War III, which got us to that point, you got to have a rebuilt temple according to what Jesus said in Matthew 24 and Daniel for where the abomination of desolation is committed by the Antichrist. You don't got any of that. None of it. When, how are we in the tribulation where the seals are being opened? Nathan Leal's made all kind of false predictions. Okay. The first one he makes, you know what? You never listen to him again unless he repents and says, I'm getting out of the prophecy business. I'm just going to stick to being a watchman. You know how many people say they have dreams? And I, I used to, I mean, I was getting snuck into that. So many, oh, this is going to happen. And it's, it's all time dependent most of the time. None of it's happened that I've ever seen for any of these prophetesses or prophets. I don't even look at them anymore. I'm like, God, if you want me to look at this stuff, if you want me to perpetuate it, just let me know. I don't, I don't even really look at that stuff anymore. Some of them aren't, aren't, I mean, I've put some stuff on here that wasn't really time dependent and seemed biblical. Okay. But when you have, I mean, you, the test of a prophet, Deuteronomy 18, they got to get it right hundred percent of the time, all the time. And they can never lead you away from God. According to Deuteronomy 13. It needs to lead you closer. It can't, it can't. And let me tell you, if you're following a false prophet and they're giving you false prophecies, how are they leading you closer to God? No, you're trusting in a man and cursed be the man that trusteth in man and then make a flesh his arm and his heart depart from the Lord. I got like a 24 page um, report on uh, um, word doc on Nathan Leal. Well, I'm sorry. The Bible says, mark them that cause division and offense is contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned and avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly. And by good words and fair speeches, deceive the hearts of the simple. I'm not in the wrong for calling out somebody like that. False prophet. They're in the wrong for putting out lies. They're the ones that need to be worried about what God's going to do to them if they don't repent. I, and I'm, I'm telling you that just so much deception and lies that's just increasing and you just have to guard your heart and be very, very careful who you're letting, who you're letting influence you. It's going to happen. Honestly, I don't. It's just another false bit of information, just like we heard Hillary was going to be going to jail. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, it connected me to this, the new age. Oh, wow. What is this what all is about? What is this? Well, <laughs> yeah, it's plain and okay, simple. Okay, now hold on. Yeah. This logo, well, she said, is connected with this group? Reclaim your lives, health, sovereignty, liber civil liberties, freedom of speech. I don't know why she's not talking about the 900-pound gorilla in the room on this. Um, she skips over a lot of stuff. I can't even believe what I'm seeing here. The logo for this, Reclaim Your Lives, Health, Sovereignty, Civil Liberties, Freedom of Speech, New Earth, that's connected with this group that we just talked about with, you know, Big Tree and all the others. The logo, I'm going to describe it for you. You almost got to see it to believe it. It looks like a baby in a womb with a wreath, a United Nations type wreath around it. Um, what, when you see the world, the United Nations symbol, if you don't know, it's a world with a wreath around it. Okay, you know what that means? In the first Olympics, when you conquered an event, they put a wreath around your head. Okay, that means you won the event. Let's say it was the whatever, a running event. Okay, you won it. They put a wreath on your head. You had conquered the event. The United Nations symbol with the wreath around the world means that's their goal is to conquer the world. This symbol for this new age thing associated with all the stuff we just told you about is a wreath around a baby looks to be in a womb and the baby the 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 vaccine there's a vaccine needle i almost think it might say vaccine on this weird needle that's coming in that's going toward the baby and it's really funny because the baby is also superimposed on a globe and where the needle's coming in is the united states I'm not making this up. And it's got this really scary looking vaccine coming in. I'm not, really, it's, just, it's almost like, why would they do this? And the vaccine is piercing this womb that the baby is in. It hasn't quite got to the baby yet, because, but we don't really see how long the needle is. Because the needle kind of gets obscured. I can't imagine a more demonic symbol to have on your website. She just skipped over it. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> this is like the 900-pound gorilla of all 900-pound gorillas I've ever seen. But yeah, that's what their symbol is. It connected me to this, the new age. Oh, wow. What is this all about? Well, <laughs> yeah, it's plain and simple. It's all new age. Well, Sasha is, of course, the board of trustees oh, and secretary. He looks so evil. Just like a new age freak. I mean, this guy's so. Oh, he's and oh, he's uh, the board of trustees and secretariat. I didn't know he was a racehorse. Oh, sorry. Members of the board of trustees and International Tribunal for Natural Justice have been appointed. A, and they're all connected, guys. All these organizations are all connected. This one big slimy, horrible new age cauldron of evil. Yeah, he's also connected with the itnj hmm yeah a board member there so new age founding advocates founding donors 
Well, special thanks. I couldn't find much, so I found this. Humanitad Foundation and New Earth Project. So I had to look into those two, right? I had to. What are they? Well, here, this picture should say it all. But mm. if it doesn't, no, nope. wow. we'll look more. Let's just wow. look a little closer. It shows up. Again, she skips over so much stuff. It's a picture of this Sasha Stone freak New Age guy in front of a United Nations Security Council um, uh, background with two other guys he's posing with. It's the United Nations Security Council of New York City. I mean, this is why I'm saying they're controlled opposition. Now, everybody aligned with them, like let's say Dr. Tinpenny or maybe Dr. Maj or maybe Doc Bell Del Bigtree, may not know all this stuff. Maybe they haven't done all their homework. I'm not saying they're horrible people, but they are horribly misled. And they're horribly aligned with and yoked up with some very, very horrible stuff here. Well, here, this picture should say it all. But if it doesn't, no, we'll look more. Let's just look a little closer. Ah, they got an award from the UN. Interesting. Oh, this is So they're now connected with the UN. Yeah. The MDG Millennial Development Goals Awards. Huh. So they got an award, and there is Sasha, Sasha Stone. Wow. The executive producer. And he's like one of the main, main heads for the banners, for like the, the, the one group that we showed you with Tenpenny and all of them. He's the main guy over that group, and he's gotten awards from the UN. And he is a total New Age freak. And he's got David Icke up there which i mean i these people that call themselves christians they just I, I just cannot believe the level of the lack of discernment that they're exhibiting look i don't know what is going on but i know that he's in all these pictures so bad and he even stood he's at the vatican here so with silver gary krupp silver star knight commander of the vatican he's at some other place with some other new age freak guy and oh man this is so bad with the knight commander of the vatican gary krupp whoever that is i don't know but whenever i see the vatican flag right there and all of the un flags in there yeah oh you know they're all interlinked so Here's a bit of the new earth. Of course, I don't think I need to say much because we all can see it's new age. I tried to look at the New Earth Law Academy. I, I, I ran out of time, but I'm wondering if it has anything to do with the seven Noah. Oh, laws. and it's such garbage because, it, you know, you look at this, this, the law may be, this new law may be fulfilled by becoming a permanent living expression of unconditional love, or it may be expressed as the unwavering application of conscience that causes this fulfillment. I mean, it's just this new age lies and garbage to tickle your ears, to make you think that, oh, it's all about, I mean, David Icke talks a lot about unconditional love between all the F-bombs on stage. Carrie Mosh, she talks a lot about that type of stuff. But again, it's not, it's, it's so far from, and there's so much leaven commingled with their belief systems that you cannot, you know, would never want to follow them. I, I ran out of time, but I'm wondering if it has anything to do with the seven Noahide laws. Uh, but, it probably does. Hey, I don't know. but No mention of Jesus Christ, that's for sure. 
in their Facebook page, we shall not, yeah, we shall not, not be, stopped. be stopped. We, the people, are truth, love, and light. And we have already won no, this battle. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. We have not won this battle. Not as Christians. You know? Yes, we, on the end of the day, we're on the winning team. They're not on our team, guys. They're on teams Antichrist and False Prophet. Okay? The, the Antichrist and False Prophet coming to power is going to be the biggest deception the world has ever known. They're going to be the antidote for the, quote, evil cabal that's in power right now. They're going to come to rescue humanity with their ascended masters and their UFOs and Trump and JFK Jr. and all the other stuff, most likely through this Gassara Nasera. I'm, I'm becoming more convinced of it all the time. I think that's how it's going to play. I've known about it for 20 years. I just didn't know exactly how it was going to play out, and I still don't know exactly. But this seems to be 100% in lockstep with that garbage. They are sounding more and more like some Christians. And look at that. Reclaim Your Lives, and of course, in Facebook, you can find all... Reclaim Your Lives, and how do you do it? And again, I don't know if she's going to talk about the... I mean, it's got the vaccine trying to get the baby in the womb. And it's like, I, uh, it's unbelievable. The big names again, Sherry Tenpenny, yep. Buttar. Now there, you would think, well, yeah, but it's two, it's two degrees removed from what you were originally talking about. No, it's not. They're actually exactly part of this. June 21st, June 27th, Reclaim Your Lives, Sherry Tenpenny, Dr. Buttar, Dr. Cordy Williams. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to, um, Oli Damagard. I'm pretty sure that's a high level UN guy. Uh, um, Chief Nalki, I'm sure he's not New Age. Uh, Del Big Tree, um, G. Edward Griffin. Oh boy. Del Big Tree. Many others, maybe you recognize him, like Cahill and others. I don't know, but when I saw this, I was like. Yep. Interesting. Here's Dr. Kerry Maj being interviewed by this freak Sasha Stone. He couldn't look like a more new, bigger, weird new ager. And this is not old. No. Nope. And if you say that, okay, maybe she once went onto this site to give the information and that was that. Yeah. I could understand. And if you're, you're spreading the gospel at the same time. But she's on many... It's funny because the first time Taylor heard Dr. Carrie Maj's voice, she's like, Dad, that woman's bad, I'm telling you. I don't know. I don't have a good feeling about her. Don't trust her. Don't trust her. Women, a lot of times, have much better discernment about other women than men do. And she was right on the money. <laughs> Taylor was right on the money. Many. And she's not... I mean, Taylor's not a judgmental type of person. She doesn't say that a lot of times. It's not like... Normal for her to do that, but she was right on the money many times, as well as Sher Sherry Tenpenny with Sasha Stone right here. And then I started to see Lazarus Initiative. Well, you know, I'm just going to show you a very short clip of this, and I can't show a lot because you know I'll get this taken down. But listen, just listen to what she has to say. Definitely believe that. This is Sherry. This is Dr. Kerry Maj. We are all energy, frequency, and vibration. I believe in that quote from Nikola Tesla. And I tell people that right now you can see that collective consciousness is in that fear state. That the okay, let me just pause it. 
it's one of the lowest frequencies possible. And that's what these uh, beings live on. They live in that fear frequency. So does nano nanotechnology. So does this sci-fi technology. It's on a low frequency. But we, thank goodness, are brilliant, beautiful beings of light. Apart from Jesus Christ is what she means. We are. Anybody that's doing what they're doing, which on the surface appears to be pursuing good and light and whatever. It's all new age based though. And our frequency, when we, when we accept who we are and remember who we are through the heart, which is that love frequency, is the highest frequency. Hold on one more very, second very so new I don't age. get it taken down. So we don't have to have the knowledge of the nanotechnology. We don't have to have that. We just have to actually tap in and remember who we are and that light that will come from us it will shine through our eyes and our heart when we finally remember who we are. That's that Christ light. That's that love Ooh, frequency. Christ consciousness is what she's talking about, which is a incredibly new age um, term. Is, is That's what she's in reference to. That's the connectedness with with all Listen, if she if she was preaching something biblical, this guy would be totally offended. He's got to smile ear to ear on everything she's saying, and he's one of the biggest New Agers out there. God. And so once we... All right, sorry for breaking that up for you, but please go to listen. Especially after 13 minutes, you can hear all that before that was information that most of you already know. I'll add that link. But as you can see, she is talking about a light. If you want to find these secrets of the universe and talking about Nikola Tesla, the energy, the frequency, the vibration. Yeah, Nikola Tesla was a high-level occultist, too. She's talking about the love frequency. <laughs> Look, I've been trying to say something is wrong. Here's Dr. Sher Timpanis talking to the same New Age guy, Sasha Stone. Um, I mean, it shows all these people talking to him. I, I can't even stand to look at the guy. Sasha Stone, David Icke, and Sean Stone. I mean, and then again, they're talking about UFOs, but I guarantee you they're not talking about it in, in probably a negative context. They're probably talking about the benevolent ETs, the good cop, bad cop ETs, and how the good ones are going to come and save the day. And she is definitely, they all are connected to New Age. And yes, yes. they are. Yes, I'm they sorry, are. they might sound like they are Christian and they talk about Christ and Jesus, but no they are connected to this and this is the warning that i've been saying all along yep they are taking i mean the death of the germ theory 2021 dr christian northrop cherry tenpenny dr Kerry madaj dr lawrence palowski i mean all these people i've played before dr tom cohen dr andrew kaufman and with sasha stone the new age the the satanic new age cherry on top of the sunday everybody towards this new whatever Lazarus initiative and the new earth oh this is horrible <laughs> this is what is the Lazarus initiative it's got a triquetra symbol on the side of it which is the triple wiccan goddess symbol of witchcraft okay we are a collective in pursuit of a full spectrum human and planetary emancipation assembling a pantheon of the world's leading icons in consciousness medical science quantum sciences just like the ones we just said tenpenny you know all of those okay leading icons in consciousness medical science quantum sciences archaeocosmology theolo 
theology, forensic analysis, and truth and disclosure. They mean alien disclosure. Oh yeah, I'm telling you guys, it's uh, you gotta be really careful. Their new world order right here. And I started to connect- Oh, and the resurrection tour, live streaming of the world, Arise USA, Sasha Stone, uh, some guy I don't know, Dr. Sher Timpany, Robert David Steele, some other dude I don't know, that one lady, uh, Dundas, the attorney that I played last week from California, which is horrible. But again, it doesn't surprise me at all. It's just they're all, unfortunately, going to get on the same train. Even Big Bat USA when I saw this. And Arise USA. Look at the pictures they have there. So they're still 100%, in my opinion, oh, so pro-Trump. But hey... I don't oh, know. Yeah. That might a lot have been of it's then, Trump. But a lot of it has Trump in the picture and and he is um oh, this is so weird these pictures, my word. To but, me it's already clear. There was an article on Mike Lindell game changer. Yeah. He's and, all part of it too, guys. He, he Mike Lindell's all part of it. He's Mr. Trump bot. Um says game changer will soon emerge from Michigan. We'll see an article on Mike Lindell game changer and as I'm sitting there I, I scroll to the bottom and it says now stand up for Mike and use promo code and look at 66% to get like 66% off his one of his pillows Mike because he's the my pillow guy okay so he's got to make money commingle that because most of the time these people are getting rich doing this they're all getting good speaker fees they're all getting all that stuff that's another big motivation. Don't don't let that fool you. That's why they're all yoking up together. They're they're a lot of people are waking up now and they're they're willing to pay a lot of money to hear the what they perceive as the truth. And they're gonna put out a lot of truth. I mean, like Dr. Sher Tempini on the vaccine issues or Dr. Maj. Okay, I'm not saying they're not gonna put out a lot of truth, but it's the leaven that you're getting in the new age and all the other garbage commingled with it that's no good. <laughs> Look, I trust him. As much as I can throw my own pillow, and oh my goodness, <laughs> that's not far. And then this came up as I was in that article as well. So clearly, they're still standing with Trump. $1.3 billion lawsuit. There's your 13. I don't think it's ever going to happen. But hey, I don't know. This is my opinion. The best way to control the opposition is to lead it ourselves. Yep. Who said that? Lenin. Yep. And that's exactly what I'm exactly, thinking this is. Exactly. Another controlled opposition. Yes, it is. And it's all about love. It's all about frequency. Yep. And it's all about, you guessed it. Chakras. New age. Yep, new age and chakras. <laughs> this is a spiritual battle. I hope you understand. Okay, I got, I got to stop here. I'm so far over on time. I, anyway, that was loaded, jam-packed. God bless you. See you in part three.